0: Hello and welcome to Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. My name is Denise Grove. I'm the Executive Director of the Chamber of Commerce here in Elizabethtown. Excited to be back with you on this Monday. And my guest today is State Representative Tom Jones. Hi, Tom. How
1: are you? I'm doing great. Good to see you.
0: Yeah, good to see you. Thank you so much for being with me today. So, question for you. Sure. Favorite book. Do Ah. you have a favorite
1: book? Uh, actually it's a kind of a compilation of writings of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. It's ethics by Dietrich bon- with uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Um, I like a lot of the writings of Dietrich, um, and, uh, just some of the philosophy that you know he, he had in his life. And so, yeah. That's well, probably that, that's probably one. It's a deeper dive, but yeah. yeah.
0: Well, hey, that was that was easy for you. I, I've been asked the question before, and I may have even asked the question before on this podcast, and my answer today may be different than it was yeah. before. I always say choosing a favorite book would be like choosing a favorite child, and I have seven children. Mm-hmm. They're all my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so I remember as a child reading, my two favorites were Charlotte's Web mm-hmm. and A Bird's Christmas Carol, and I would read them continually and cry at the end of every single one, and then... Um, an impactful book as I was older was called Janston's Gift, and it really opened my eyes to human trafficking and slave modern day slavery, and mm-hmm. it was very impactful. Yeah, yeah. um, Life changing book recently was Goals by Brian Tracy, really changed how I look yeah. at my goals and what I do. And so there's just always like yeah, and
1: I, like one of my childhood favorites was I, I can ah, I'd have to look back to see you know author title it was it's, I think it was called I think I can it was this is um, it was this train. This, okay. little, this little train that, yeah. um, you know, it it, it there was a, uh, a circus train that had broken down and this yeah. and a bunch of engines went by. Yes, um, yes, yes. And, I uh, the. And that little blue engine yeah. had pulled them over the hill to, yeah. to all the good boys and girls on yeah. the other side of the mountain. Yeah. Um, that was a childhood favorite. Uh, another, and then there are books that pop up that are uh, you know favorites as you're reading through and you know as life goes on. Um, one of them is the Doctrine of Lesser Magistrates. Okay. Um, again, I struggle to. Remember the um, the author's name, but uh, the doctrine of lesser lesser magistrates um, is a really important book. Um, actually, we in, in our in our current times, we it, it talks about the fact that you know, um, for instance, uh, um, you know, you you um, are the parent of your home, you are mm-hmm. the owner of your home um, the you know a higher authority doesn't get to come into your home and discipline your children that's your job mm-hmm. um, and so and then when it comes to our our jobs and our businesses mm-hmm. right are you the authority in your business or does the government have the right to come in and shut you down? Uh And so really it it talks about that, that doctrine of lesser magistrates where higher, just because they're higher authorities doesn't always make them right. Right. Um, and sometimes we have a duty to stand up for what is right. Uh, and so that's the doctrine of lesser magistrates. So another good book to read right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, they shape books can shape who we are, Mm -hmm. open our eyes to things that we've never thought about. And so um, I love to read. I don't do it as much as I used to. Time is always mm-hmm. a factor. Oh yeah. I don't do well with audiobooks. Do you do audio books?
1: Um I do some audiobooks. I'm actually more of an, like an audible learner. Okay. Um, and so lots of times I will listen to a book rather than sit down and read a book. Okay. Um, just the way my mind works. I, I tend to have, I'm riddled with ADD. Uh, yeah. and so my attention, uh, I'll read a paragraph. I get to the end of a paragraph and, and, uh, wonder what I just read because okay. I was thinking about something else. Okay. Um, so yeah. So yeah well, funny I'll...
0: thing is, I guess I always considered myself, I have ADD, but my problem is if I'm listening, I'm thinking about something else. Ah, like I have to be okay. holding it in my hand and reading the words and then it it right. you know resonates with yeah. me but oftentimes if I'm listening I'll go 10 minutes and I'll be like and my mind was <laughs> 10 million different places so yeah very interesting so thank you for being with me today tell me a little bit about yourself
1: sure so um so yeah um uh, gonna be turning 50 this year ah same <laughs> uh, so okay yeah it's a good year so yeah well and um I um my, my wife and I, we've been married, my wife Rochelle, uh, we've been married 25 years and we um, we met in youth group uh, here in Lancaster County, just down here at uh, our, our church in uh, Marietta, Community Bible Church. Uh, that's where we attend with our four children. Uh, we have a son who's 22, a daughter who's Nineteen and twin daughters we went for number three, and God God <laughs> no. said, no, you need you need four, four. <laughs> yep yeah, so uh, i 'm the oldest of three, and my wife 's the oldest of three we uh, we just always planned on having three children, and God had other plans. we doubled up and had identical twin girls, uh, and so they are they just turned sixteen, so i 'm uh, oh, a little bit teach gray, them to yes, <laughs> exactly, a little bit more gray hair is what I was just going to say, so yeah, two learners' permits right now. Uh, so double trouble, uh, yeah. yeah. If you're in the Marietta, Mount Joy, Elizabethtown area, watch out.
0: So. <laughs> well, it was always one of those things for me where, you know, it does bring some anxiety. Yes, it does. But I was always so thankful when they could start driving yeah. themselves to all their, their activities or taking their siblings. Exactly. So I was yeah. always looking for another driver in my house.
1: Yeah, it definitely is a, a a good stage of life when you have uh, multiple drivers. It actually does help out. Yes, um, so, and then my our, our son, he's 22. He's he's actually out right now. Uh, we have a landscape company okay. uh, we've self-employed for 23 years uh we have a landscape company and a property company and um and you know and that that has uh provided for us uh, blessed us it's it's uh it's fed the family and paid the mortgage and okay and so yes yeah, so, so small business owner
0: yeah so your son works yeah business, so our son or? is
1: out there working with uh with the crew uh he's okay. helping to run the business and uh, that's awesome yeah so things are things are well
0: that's awesome. So state representative, tell yeah. me about that. Where did So yeah. went from small business owner to having yeah. this desire to to yeah. become state representative. Tell me about that.
1: Well, yeah, you talked about reading and asking, you know, just learning and, and life's a constant, you know, you're always learning something. Something my dad always says, like, well, you learn something new every day. And, and that's absolutely true. And so, um, you know, my my interest in governance, my interest in uh, being involved in government, um, you know, that, that actually only started about 15 years ago. Uh, I learned more about government our government um you know uh, and our nation uh after school than I did uh-huh. in school um you know maybe just due to interest or whatever but um yeah so I got involved um about 15 years ago um started off with uh being involved in the parks commission uh in East Donegal Township and then it uh it, that you know the one doors open and some and uh, opportunities to serve uh open up and um and so you know, a member of our—I'm our, our um, I'm a local committee man um, in uh, in the Maytown area, and um, uh, my wife's a, a committee woman, so we just became more involved politically. Um, and it's interesting, like, it's one of those things when it comes to politics and government, I, I use this expression. I, I I say that politics is a filthy fight, <laughs> and government is a ministry. And if we don't have more good men and women step up and serve— in government, then all we'll be left with is filthy politicians. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, opportunities to serve, I was part of the uh, delegation. I was an alternate uh, delegate to the uh, National c- Convention in Cleveland uh, back in 2016. Uh, and that, and then in 2017, <clears throat> I had the opportunity to run for uh, township supervisor in East Angle Township. I served as uh uh, East Angle Township Supervisor, and of course you know for you know anybody who who has ever been on any committee, uh, if you get on one committee you 're instantly involved in three others, <laughs> yes. and so um I also became um, a, a member of the Lancaster County Planning Commission, okay, I was appointed by our county commissioners to that, um, which then put you on the m p o the Metropolitan Planning organization, which Uh, basically allocates about a quarter billion dollars in federal highway funds here in the county. Um, So had had some really good experiences uh, in in that in that realm in the in the, you know, at the county level. uh, And, you know, of course, in our local government. Um, And I knew that the possibility of running for state representative uh, would would eventually maybe be Mm -hmm. an option. And when those doors opened, um, you know, took the opportunity to Throw my hat in the ring okay. um, and put my best foot forward, um, in an effort to, you know, serve our community. Um, you know, a larger portion of our community. Uh, I grew up in this area. I'm a river rat and okay. I you know, yeah. grew up kind of a Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn sort of mm-hmm. upbringing, like uh, outdoorsy. And, um, You know, I grew up in the 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 Columbia Marietta Mountjoy E Town area, Mm -hmm. Uh, so this is my home. Um, And so, being uh, having this opportunity to serve as state representative for the ninety eighth legislative district is an honor. So I'm really really glad to be here.
0: Awesome, awesome, very good. So, how long have you been in office?
1: So so it's interesting constitutionally te- technically you become state rep elect you're you're a state rep december first mm-hmm. uh, but swearing in days actually was this year was january third okay um, so uh officially been sworn in since January third. We hit the ground running though um our office is right here in etown mm-hmm. uh two twenty two south Market street, okay. and people can uh, stop in visit us there call our office and um We have all of our constituent services. We're up and running. We hit the ground running December 1st. Uh, Former State Representative uh, Dave Hickernell was extremely helpful um, with the transfer of the office so that uh, our constituent services, our services to our community, didn't skip a beat. Okay. Um, And it's been great. And so I have a wonderful staff um, that helps me uh, get the job done here locally. And so things here in the district are fi- firing on all cylinders. Um, the new district that, with the gerrymandering of the maps and uh, the redistricting mm-hmm. that went uh-huh. on, um, it pushed the 98th legislative district actually into the southwest corner of Lebanon County. Uh, we op- we also um, serve the uh, South Londonderry, South Anvil, and even Mount Gretna. So I got the jigger okay. shop. That's kind of nice. Okay. I got the jigger shop. <laughs> yeah. But um, in, in an effort to serve the folks in Lebanon County, we also offer... Um, Office hours by appointment on Thursday afternoons at the South South Anvil and the South Londonderry Township offices. Okay, so, awesome. um, so yeah, things are things are firing on all cylinders here in the district. Uh, you know, Harrisburg has been a little bit of a different experience. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's kind of like you play on two two different playing fields. One is your district, your local constituents, and helping your community, and then the other is the uh, uh, the the the, the, uh, the system, I guess okay. you could say, in Harrisburg. Okay. In which, so, what, so,
0: what has been your most surprising? Uh, you know, uh, coming into office, what's been most surprising to you? What What's right. been maybe challenging, or or just you you didn't know, and, and right. now you know.
1: Well, uh, the the situation, the local situation, uh, you know, just basically getting up and running. That again, um, we we hit the ground running, and, and things went smoothly there. Um, in Harrisburg, uh, you know, we were us incoming freshmen, largest largest, I believe it's the largest incoming freshman class ever. Okay. So there's 203 state representatives. It's uh, my understanding that 52, 52 okay. are freshmen. Okay. Yeah. Um so there's 52 freshmen uh, uh more you know so about very much quarter of the uh entire um uh general assembly mm-hmm. are new. Okay. Um and so uh we were told to expect the unexpected and in that we were not disappointed. <laughs> um, so it's interesting uh there's a, a lot of attorneys uh there, and they th- uh, they talk about what has happened in Harrisburg um some of the th- some of the situations that c- converged um none of which were unprecedented, but these multiple different things that converged uh this year um was something that they would they would have been presented when they were in college mm-hmm. as an unlikelihood mm-hmm. and how would this work out uh-huh. uh, We had one state representative who went to Congress. Uh, okay. Creating a vacancy, we had another state representative became lieutenant governor, okay. uh, creating a vacancy. We had uh, unfortunately one state representative who passed away just before the the general election, oh, creating a vacancy. Um, and then the um, the uh, minority minor, minority majority uh, breakdown in the House was is one hundred two to one hundred one, okay. so very close close majority mm-hmm. minority. Mm-hmm. Those four things converging all at the same time, and on top of redistricting and everything else, right. um, just created an unprecedented, um, you know, uh, situation where there was a lot of uh, um, turmoil. Let's okay. say. So, okay. So, so- but, but we got back on the floor beginning of March, um, and we're going to be back on the floor uh, here in April. Okay. And so the gears are starting to turn, uh, gears of legislation are starting to turn. Um, we've been having budget reviews um, and you know policy meetings, and so. Um, we i'm I'm hopeful that uh they're gonna hammer out a budget um and we'll probably be uh address, hopefully have that done uh by the end of June.
0: okay so tell me what's your typical day look like
1: my typical day um
0: there's probably not one it, it's, it's not, yeah
1: the, my typical day is is yeah very uh, non typical yeah um and so uh it's it's a lot of uh uh locally constituent meetings meeting with uh, local residents local businesses um we're we're have initiatives in place and I'll talk about those briefly in a second. Um, If I'm in Harrisburg, uh, I'm meeting with uh, different, um, you know, different groups, everything from, um, from the FF, you know, FFA young, you know, and um, the young people that's the great group of folks um, and young people here met with the uh, folks from E-Town and, and other, um, you know, other school districts. Um, You know, we're, so there's a lot of meetings in Harrisburg. There's a lot of meetings locally um, and just really getting to know the community and all the just numerous things that are going on in our community, the needs that need to be met, mm-hmm. um, the opportunities that we have uh, to better our community and so um, one of the things with our district office, so a typical day, um, I have a couple meetings today uh, with folks, and uh, there 's a lot of we have a lot of great resources in our community. Uh, to meet the needs of our community we and, to, be- sure and to better our community, yeah. our local businesses, our local faith-based organizations, charities, even our churches and um, and <clears throat> and local municipalities as well. We've already been very intentional. Intel- I've been very intentional about reaching out to um, my, our local municipalities. Uh, we're reaching out to local businesses, We're reaching out to our local pastors, um, because one of the things that was said it was actually said by one of uh, Dave Hickernell's uh, uh, staff members to me back in November, when we were, when we were touring the office and, and uh, just getting acclimated, she said that m- she said that um, 60 percent of the folks that come through the door, we refer them. To place other places, okay, and in a way, um, that's a good thing Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes government, sometimes government shouldn't be the answer, Mm -hmm. and um, in many instances, government is not the answer. Mm -hmm. But people are coming through our door at our district office looking for help, okay, um, and our community has it to offer. Yeah, we sure do. We We we've I've seen it as oh, we're a referral service, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so. I, I'm being very intentional about reaching out to local businesses, local commun- um, community organizations, and we have some great ones here in E-Town uh, and you know, across the 98th Legislative District. But I'm also meeting with pastors of churches and saying, you know, what is your specialty? Mm-hmm. How do you serve the community? And, and how do you want to help people? Right. Um, and so being able to network in that way uh, is a great thing. Yeah, so. yeah. The
0: Chamber actually just brought together um, – many of the nonprofits in our community last week for a round table just to talk about what services they offer. Is Mm -hmm. there overlap? Is there a gap? Is there something the chamber can do to help? Is there um, ways that we can help each other? And it is amazing. The, the services that we do have in the organizations we have right here, echoes, United churches, Elizabethtown area community, Elizabethtown communities that care, uh, jewel David ministries. They're just, I I can't even name them all, but what a rich area, uh, groups of people just willing to help the community and want to mm-hmm. serve the community. It is amazing. It's, yeah. Elizabethtown is an amazing area.
1: Yeah, and with all those organizations, I you know I met with Echoes, um, and um, you know it's great to be um, having these exchanges with you, and 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 so all of us coming together so we can again so that there's not duplication so mm-hmm. that there's uh, efficiency so that uh, we know where to point people for yeah. uh, for uh, yeah. for help and across the board it's really good it's refreshing for me to hear that people want to give people a hand up not a hand out yes. we yeah. want to we want to help people out of that cyclical situation of, you know, a few food insecurity or poverty, Mm -hmm. we want to help them up and out of that. And there's and there's so many good um, institutions, so many good organizations in our community that can help do just that. And to to hear all of them really start to have that mindset of, hey, we're looking to give people a hand up, not a handout so that they don't have to be repeat clients. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, it is amazing. Such a wonderful, wonderful, rich area that we live in, and mm-hmm. I could not be more proud of being the executive director of the Elizabethtown area. I think it's just, yeah, uh, just such an amazing town. And um, so, tell me, what are you currently working on? What committees are you on? Talk a little bit about that.
1: Right. So, yeah, the committees that I ended up on um, actually just just fall right in place with some of what we're talking about here. Um, so, one of the committees that I requested to be on and and was able to be uh, thankful to be placed on, um, is the, um, uh, the, um, the, the well, th- I'm on three committees. Um, local gov, uh, was the one that I requested. Uh, so local government, um, having been a township supervisor, having been a- involved at the County level, um, I'm happy to be on local government. Um, and so, um, the other one that kind of keys into that it used to be called urban affairs, they've renamed it, uh, housing and community development. And so it, it, it gives that broader sense with the new with the new name housing and community development um, we're hoping to see some good legislation move through that committee um, and actually two of our Local Lancaster County state representatives uh, are on that, and one is the chair. Um, uh, Mike Sterla is the chair of that committee. And, um, uh, new again, one of those freshmen, uh, uh, Izzy, Izzy uh, Smith-Wadell, is on that committee as well. Um, one of the things that um, I was familiar with, um, and I was part of what was called the VRPB. It's a vacant property reinvestment board. And some of our municipalities, Marietta, Columbia, um, you know, deal with blighted properties um, it, it very often. And so there's a good program in place to help deal with blighted property, help bring up the community in that way. Um, and so some of those things, they're nonpartisan issues. Uh-huh. These are community issues right. that are really yeah. nonpartisan. And we're happy to work together on these things. So, um, so that crosses over local gov, uh, and then into that um, uh, the other committee of the housing and uh, community development. Uh, And then you know we have a very beautiful area. Uh, Again, I'm a river rat. We sure do. I'm a river rat, and I saw that river, uh, you know, just get more and more beautiful over the years. We our bald eagles came back. Our you know Mm -hmm. birds of prey. It was just a a beautiful thing to see uh, as I grew up. Also the The trails that I used to ride with my BMX bike, uh-huh. uh, the dirt trails, are now paved, beautiful trails that more they, people get to enjoy. Yeah, they sure are. Um, and so we have a beautiful county and a beautiful area, um, rich in tourism mm-hmm. and recreational uh, mm-hmm. activities. So I actually ended up, uh, and I'm thankful to be on it. Uh, the I'm on um, what's now called tourism and economic and recreational development. Um, awesome. So, you know, for our area, those are the three things. Uh, those are local gov. Um, that housing and and community development, and that our tourism and recreational development and economic development. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to be on all three of those, and so hopefully hopefully we'll start to see some good good things happen. Uh, you know, in through legislation and through efforts, um, you know, within those community within those uh, committees.
0: Yeah, so. that's awesome. I'm going to give a little plug, little shout out to Daniel, who is actually working on a website for the chamber. It's going to be Discover Elizabethtown, and it's going to be dedicated nice. solely to eat stay play i mean this this area is just rich in so many things to Mm -hmm. do and places to stay and things to see and we want to make sure that we highlight elizabeth town the elizabeth town area as a place to hey come visit here this is an amazing place so we're excited that's going to be rolling out oh we hope in may (laughs) hopefully before the summer season and it's going to be a great place to really highlight what we have here so yeah yeah so anything else you'd like our listeners to know anything we missed
1: No, there's uh, got a lot of good things happening, Um, you know, even though – uh, you know, Harrisburg's Harrisburg. And sometimes it's, uh, yeah, well, actually not sometimes it's a swamp, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it doesn't mean that things don't move and that there aren't um, really good people, um, you know, trying to do good things. Um, you know, there's, there's so many things that we need to be uh, vigilant about. We need to make sure that uh, we remain independent. Uh, our businesses remain independent um, that, you know, from too much government intrusion, too much government overreach, uh, overregulation, uh, those sorts of things. I hope hopefully we see more streamlining of um, you know the DEP permitting and so forth. Um, you know, we, there's a lot of things that need to happen to to unleash you know our our free market uh, and small businesses uh, get government um, off their back um, so that our communities can thrive. Um, and so those are the things that are, that are um, you know initiatives and things happening in Harrisburg where we're we're working hard to uh, to fight for our local businesses. Um, you know, we saw some terrible things happen and we can't forget what happened uh, during the, um, the COVID shutdowns. Um, things that happened to our small businesses, small businesses that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can't forget what, what, what happened to us. Um, one of the, you know, doors have opened to serve the community and to serve in government. Um, but there was a real clarity that um, happened for me where I know that I ran to be state representative uh, to help defend the freedoms we have and restore the freedoms that we lost, um, and so there are other like minded individuals who are fighting for our small businesses, fighting for our communities, um, and so that um, you know those sorts of that sort of damage that was done to our community uh, doesn 't happen again so really there 's a lot of us who are you know stand standing standing for small businesses and we want to see our communities succeed
0: yeah yeah Yeah. small businesses are the heart of this area they really are and they are chamber has the same um mission is to see this be a vibrant business community we want this to be a place where businesses are thriving doors stay open and also other people look at our area and say hey i want to start a business there look at that place yeah and so we're working really hard on that and um So if someone, small business owner or someone otherwise, has an issue, has a concern, has a question, how do they reach you? (laughs) Right.
1: So they can uh, reach my office. It's at 222 South Market Street. Uh, They can call 717-367-5525. That's the best way to um, get a hold of us. You can call my office. Um, Or you can email me at jones at tjones. PA house pahousegop.com okay. uh, That's a good way to get a hold of us uh, either by email, phone, or just walk right through the door. Uh, we have a lot of great resources. Uh, we have uh, things like trout t- trout sock stocking <laughs> schedules if you're a trout fisherman. Uh, we have uh, hey, you know what? I got those two daughters um, and they have learner's permits but if uh, your child is going for a learner's permit, we have the, the, the study guides okay. uh, ahead of time so you don't have to go twice. <laughs> um, those sorts of things. We have a lot of great resources in our office uh, so feel free to stop by anytime and uh, check those things out.
0: Okay, office hours?
1: Office hours are 8 o'clock to 4, 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock Monday through Thursday and I believe our Friday is uh, 8 o'clock to to two o'clock. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. So, yeah.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for sharing your heart and and what you're doing. It's exciting to hear.
1: Yep. Thanks for having us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been another episode of Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. This podcast is made possible by Daniel right here at Electronics Connect on High Street in Elizabethtown. Please make sure you see him for all your electronics needs, whether it's sales, service, or repairs, and remember. Remember, support all things local.